It is episode three of our The One Ring Second Edition Star Set Adventures. Uh, we've got five of these planned for this series. Uh, this is the third one. If you haven't already watched the first couple, you can go back and uh, check those out. Uh, we've got most of the, uh, the cast from the last time. Uh, we've got uh, some really great, uh, great, excellent players. We've got a great audience. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, if you appreciate and you enjoy these actual plays, uh, please hit the uh, the like button down below. And uh, and if you are coming across our content for the very first time, make sure to hit that subscribe button. We're Victory Condition Gaming. We do all sorts of RPG actual plays and reviews and interviews. We try to churn out content every week for you. So yeah, stick around. We're doing most excellent fireworks, the third adventure from the the One Ring Second Edition starter set. Hey everyone, welcome to Victory Condition Gaming. My name is Doug. Today on the show, we're doing most excellent fireworks. Uh, it's the third adventure in the uh, the uh, One Ring starter set, and. Yeah, let's just get right to it. We'll bring on on the cast our GM. Our GM for this session is, of course, the one and only Will Munn. Will, thank you so much for joining us again. And yeah, uh, yeah well, looks like we've got some of the usual, most of the usual suspects, and then we might have another another uh, cast member here join us here in a little bit. Uh, we'll try to fit them in as as we go. Uh, do you, before we begin too much, do we want to do character intro introductions another time? That, we could okay do character you, introductions. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Uh, let's start with uh, Austin, and uh, we'll go to Ben and M, and then I will do mine. Hey, everyone. I'm Austin. I will be playing Paladin Took the Second. Um, I'm the underage brother to Esmeralda Took. In future Thane, uh, for the moment, my only claim to fame being the oldest son of Adalgrim Took and a newly settled farmer from Whitwell. One day, he'll have a son and name him Peregrine. Excellent, excellent. Uh, ben, you are up, my friend. All right. So I am playing Drogo Baggins. I am one of uh, Bilbo's cousins. Uh, right now, I am currently uh, just moving in to uh, to Buckland at uh, Brandy Buck uh, Hall, and I will be uh, soon to marry uh, Pramula, and then uh, take my uh, take my place as Master of Buckland. And uh, maybe give maybe give a, a birth to a son at some point. Uh, I think I might call him Frodo. It's a good name, strong. And I, I think this is M behind this. Uh, I, I, I'm just going to. I'm. It says M on the screen, so I'm just going to uh, let 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 her do her introduction. Well, today I am Balin, son of Foondin, and I'm here to hopefully get these expert treasure hunters to help me with a little job. As you can see, I'm It's very. I mean, I'm. I'm going to put up the the the, uh, the the. I mean, it's uncanny how how close the resemblance is right there. For the folks, the folks that are listening to the the audio <laughs> podcast are definitely missing the. Uh, the uncanny resemblance between the the illustration in the uh, the starter set and uh, M's uh, attire tonight—it's it's quite uh, quite amazing. 
Yeah, I'm going to be eating this beard by the end of the stream. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully it's delicious. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. And look, of course, Amanda Collins joined us. Uh, I made Amanda, it. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, Would you I'm like to do now. your character introdu introduction? Uh, hi, I'm playing Esmeralda Took. Uh She's uh yeah yep there's there she is she's a young hobbit one of the one of the Tooks uh she's excited to be going on some of these first adventures although feeling a little bit in over her head with the way things have been going, um, and if you're into uh hobbit genealogy she will eventually be Mary Brandybuck's mother. Awesome, and I am. Oh, here I get it. I am uh, Roy Mac, uh, Roy Mac Brandy Buck, and uh, I am brother to Pramulia, uh, and uh, I will inherit the title of Master of Buckland. Uh, for the moment, I am just suspicious of anything uncanny, and always ready to defend my sister. All right, cool. All right, at this point, I'm just going to throw this over your way. Will the show's yours? Got it. You All right, Thank you. Well, this is exciting. Such fine hobbits and dwarves here today. So I hope all of you uh, watching along are uh, going to give us some good hobbit and dwarf quotes in the chat as well, because that's always fun. Um, all right. Well, when we last left off, uh, we had this fine group of hobbits, along with uh, the intrepid Bilbo Baggins, traveled off to the north and uh in in search of the of the um of oh my gosh of the club that uh old took himself used to uh knock the head off of a goblin and invent the game of golf uh which they did find and returned back safely to bag end uh, it was quite the adventure and <clears throat> after having spent a good several days resting and relaxing uh, at Bag End, you'll find yourselves uh, out on the lawn beside the hill, uh, enjoying a fine dinner uh, with, which Bilbo has provided for all of you. And of course, Balin uh, has, uh, was waiting on the doorstep when you arrived back at Bag End as well. So he's there visiting enjoying this time with an old friend and some new ones. And as you, uh, as you're sitting there, uh, just enjoying dinner, a brilliant display of dazzling colors lights up the Southeast sky. Suddenly, uh, you can see some thin tendrils of smoke that kind of curl up underneath them. And, uh, Bilbo immediately just bolts upright and he snaps his fingers and he says, those have to be Gandalf's old fireworks. What are they doing with them? Before you can say as much as pop and hop, Master Baggins is already planning a new mission to set off and retrieve what he calls the last of Gandalf's party favors. He informs you that years ago, Gandalf entrusted the remainder of his fireworks to none other than Primrose Boffin. Now Bracegirdle, uh, who is Lobelia Bracegirdle's mother, one of your cousins. Uh, Primrose, who went to live in Hardbottle after her marriage, 
recently moved back to the Yale where she was born, setting off all sorts of gossip. Now, judging from where those dazzling lights seem to have come from, someone in the Yale must have tried to put those fireworks to use again and maybe mm. and may have set a fire uh, in go going along with it. And Bilbo continues, fireworks are not things to be handled carelessly. And if they aren't responsible with them, I know a safe place for them. Uh, Balin, who had turned in for a visit uh, for tea, has, of course, stayed for several days and will also offer to join you on this most excellent fireworks adventure. <laughs> Amazing. So, uh, we're going to dispense with the walk across the Shire today and we'll begin <laughs> our adventure in the Yale, <laughs> which is in the East Farthing. Uh, so you don't have Lobelia with you, who of course knows probably how to find her mother fairly easily. Uh, and so you'll probably have to do a little asking around to figure out where's the Boffin estate and how can you find her? Oh, and Bilbo has stayed at Bag End. He's got some okay. things to take care of. All right. All right. Yeah. Hmm. So, well, I suppose if I'm going to take up the mantle of uh, Buckland someday, I should at least get to meet a few other hobbits. Uh, I guess I'll start asking around and see if we can't find uh, find uh, our friend here. Okay. Um, I mean, there are some farms about. There are also buildings. This is. This is a kind of a village type setting, right? So mm -hmm. you can see hobbits going to and fro uh, on uh, the stock road that leads from Whitfurrows to Woody's End. Um, and, you know, if you come across maybe a, a couple of hobbits and an older hobbit uh, who's pushing a, a cart full of um, full of uh, vegetables, oh, most delightful looking vegetables, um, and perhaps even a few fruits. Uh, if you accost him, he will tell you, what can I do for you, fine young hobbits and a dwarf? How strange. <laughs> it's very conspicuous we're traveling around with a dwarf in the Shire. We're going to be attracting a lot of attention. <laughs> Just, no. Just a little. Uh, we are uh, we're, we're looking for uh, Primrose uh, Brace Girdle, I believe, uh, is is her name now. If uh, you could direct us Brace to the Brace Girdle, no, no, it's Bottle. Brace Girdle's all up in Hard Bottle. Well, I I suppose so, which is why we're asking the directions. Oh, what would you say the first name was again? Uh, uh, Primrose. Primrose. Uh, that wouldn't be. Uh, that wouldn't be. Would that be Primrose Boffin? Well, uh, yes, I, I, I believe so. I believe. I believe. It, yes, indeed. Oh, the Boffin Farm is off to the south ways. If you head down the road here, you should come across it. Thank you so much. 
Be sure and keep your dwarf under control. We don't want anyone <laughs> having adventures around here or anything of the sort. <laughs> no adventures will happen. We'll be sure of it. Adventures. Most <laughs> proper adventures. Well, what do you make of Bilbo? Quite the most excellent burglar, I must say. Oh, oh, quite uh, correct. Quite correct. But, Bolin, we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be going this way now. Okay, thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> no, this way. Welcome. You should, Good. You should. Goodbye. Fact. Adventure. Bolin, Bolin, Bolin. Um, yeah. you should you should maybe not talk about Bilbo to most other hobbits outside of us. Bilbo is a bit of a hero. He should be praised, not criticized. But. Oh, uh, but that's that's I mean I I agree with you. I think you're correct. We all think you're correct, right? Rory? Paladin? Yeah, yes. yeah. Of right. Course. Oh yeah. We all admire we. Bilbo immensely. Um, but a mm. lot of hobbits don't. And they'll think that you're going to cause trouble, and that by extension we are going to cause trouble. So um, we should just maybe not talk about that so much. Don't bring it up, maybe? Well, if you think that is best, Esmeralda, I will defer to you while we are in Hobbit land. Yes, that's a good idea. Right. And off to the Boffin farm, I suppose. To the Boffin farm. Where they farm boffins. Ah, <laughs> uh, delightful. All the boffins you can eat. <laughs> well, now we're playing orcs, apparently, so... <laughs> Quite clever. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Um, yeah, you head down this road a little ways, uh, and it goes through some, some um, beautiful green hills, a few trees atop them. Um, it, it's a fairly nice area here in the Yale, um, some sort of rocky outcroppings and things. You can tell there are areas that aren't farmed and they've got, you know, some wild growth on them, but you see a lot of farmsteads as well. Um, but before long, uh, you come across the, off to, off to the, um, east side, you see a large farmstead, um, and, there is a sign out front that says Boffin. Um, and it's really quite large. It looks recently renovated. Um, it's, you know, it's clearly an older style, so it's been here for a while, but it, like everything is freshly painted and it's all quite prim and proper. Um, and it stands in the middle of several other farm buildings. There's a silo, there's a barn, there's, you know, a chicken coop and, and various other things. Um, and in the middle of, you know, several wheat and barley fields around it and orchards. There are a lot of fruit trees here. So, um, oh, and the other thing that you notice uh, as you walk toward the entrance to this, you know, to this farm is that off in a couple of the fields, you can see some scorch marks like there had been a fire there. 
Um, yeah, and there's a par fairly large one as you walk down the rutted lane between two low hedges that leads up to the front door. You see a fairly large scorch mark quite close to the house. Oh, yeah, that could have been bad. Most suspicious. Well, show me the skill that Bilbo has imparted upon you. How would you go about investigating such a thing? Oh, I was going to knock on the front door and see if someone was home. Oh, direct. So shall it be. Okay. Knocking. Oh, I can do okay. a sound effect. Ooh. So Esmeralda knocks on the door and it takes a couple of uh, maybe 30 seconds or so, but eventually uh, a rather sour faced hobbit uh, who's probably, you know, probably in her 60s or 70s, somewhere in that neighborhood, which is middle age for a hobbit or, or later middle age, right? Uh, very sour looking uh, greets you. I, what do you want? <clears throat> I knocked on the door, someone else do the talking. I wasn't expecting any visitors today. What are you doing here? We're looking for Primrose? Yeah, found her. Oh, oh, good. Good. Hello. Uh, uh, help? Hello. Someone? So, uh, uh, we, we were told uh, that perhaps you might have uh, some of uh, some of Gandalf's old uh, party favors, I believe. Uh, uh, my, my, my cousin Bilbo had mentioned. He, he would really like to get, get some for an upcoming uh, uh, those soiree. Those terrible things, uh, those are the absolute Worst, they're a curse upon this land and upon my family. I, my son was down here, Bruno. He was playing with them the other day, and I sent him off back to take them up north. Oh, uh, oh, oh! He he took them. They're not here. That's right. Oh, is he the one who lit the grass on fire out front here? He most assuredly did. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a shame. So, he was trying to entertain some young children from the area. Oh. I see. Um, so we would love to take these um, inconvenient party favors off your hands and return <laughs> them to Bilbo. Uh, so where, where did you say Bruno took them? Well, I'd like to remind you that possession is the greater part of the law, and if you would like to take these fireworks, you'll have to pay for them. Uh, oh. What? Okay. What? what? How, but, um, how much? You can negotiate that with Bruno when you catch up with him. Okay. We will bear that in mind. Uh, I, they do mean a lot to Bilbo, uh, so I'm sure we can come to some kind of agreement. <laughs> So where exactly did Bruno go? Well, he's taking them back to Hardbottle. Oh, he's okay. Probably... 
north of Whitfurrows by now, which is where you started, right? Yeah. <laughs> Back from whence we came. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Miss Primrose. Very appreciated um, for the information. Uh, we're sorry to disturb you. Have a good afternoon. Somewhat appreciated. <clears throat> Bolly, behave yourself. <clears throat> Did you... Don't don't mind him. He's You're just hungry. Gone he, then. He he hasn't had second breakfast yet. You well, well, you shouldn't skip second breakfast. That's bad for a hobbit. And a dwarf. But I don't have anything for you, so be on your way. No. <laughs> oh, oh. That was, it was worth a shot, Paladin. Yeah, no, I... Good try, good try. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, right, sure. Hobbits know it is how to put on a good meal. Mm -hmm. Um. So when we get... Uh, I, I, unless anybody wanted to do anything else, I was going to walk away from the door at this point yeah, and no, leave this just... grouchy old hobbit lady to her day. Yep. Um, when we get to the end of the lane, kind of just out of sight of the house, uh, I'm going to stop and say, do we believe her? I, I don't see any reason not to. Uh, I mean, and if we don't, like, I don't. <laughs> Where else should we be looking around here? We does well, anyone we have went, any idea? We just went to the front door. We could look around a little, maybe. Do you it's know who this hobbit is that she was referring to? I don't think we do because nobody talks about him. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. No, oh, no, done. no, what? no. What? <laughs> Our as GM has now, a... has now rage quit. Okay. Yeah, as the father of a two and a half year old, my head went right there when you said no. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have many small children in my life as well. And yeah, yeah. I feel like I would have been disappointed in the audience if I had not said that, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you that. All right. Uh, so what do you want to do? Sounds like there's a couple of options on the table here. There's a let's look around and see what we can find. And there is a let's go find Bruno. But don't just... talk about him. <laughs> that guy. We'll go find yeah. that guy. I'm just saying, <sighs> we don't want to walk all the way back there, all the way back to Harbottle, and find out that Bruno doesn't actually have them or isn't even there. So, while we are already here, I'm just saying maybe we should poke around a little bit. Okay. She's got I mean, a point. Not, not, not too long, though, because otherwise Bruno will be way far ahead of us. Well, can I tell you all a story? No. no. I like stories. Thank you, Esmeralda. You are a gem among hobbits. Well, <clears throat> when I was a wee little dwarf lad, I was convinced my neighbor that his chickens had gone quite poorly. 
And oh. when he was, was quite certain he did not want to have these chickens anymore, I took them and I ate them. I You don't... see where I'm going here. I don't think that I do, but... If Bruno was charged with getting rid of something he clearly liked, he might be hoarding them for himself. Eh, that's, that's, that's a good point. Well, the, yes. I thought you were talking that Bruno was going to eat them. But no, just... Rory, what bloodline are you from again? <laughs> I don't... I, I forget. <laughs> 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 Rory doesn't know his last name. That oh. seems about right. <laughs> Spoken like a real took. <laughs> well, <laughs> perhaps we can ask the neighbor if they saw this Bruno go by. That way we can decide if we wish to travel after the lad or if he perhaps wandered elsewhere. All right, well. If you want to talk to the neighbors, you can do that. But I'm <laughs> going to go sneak around and have a look around, see if I can find anything around here. I'm going to go look at the other scorch. Are you looking at the house where it's like scorched? Or wasn't what? there two scorched I'm... marks? Mm -hmm. From the, the grass fire? There was like grass, and then there was one that was like near the, near the house. Yeah. All right. So whatever one Esmeralda is not going to go take a look at, I'm going to go. I take wasn't going to look at the scorch marks. I was going to look around the the buildings oh. to see if I could find where the fireworks might be stashed if they're actually oh. still here. Well, I'm going to go. So look you're going to like look in the marks. barn and stuff like that. Right. Right. I'm going to okay. like poke around the barn and and look in windows and whatnot. All right. We're going to follow Esmeralda. Okay. I'm just going to go look at the scorch marks. Uh, what about Drogo? What are you doing? Uh, I will poke around the, uh, kind of look around in the, in the back. That's not really any back area down here. These are hobbit holes, right? They're set mm -hmm. into the, uh, hmm. I, I will go see if there are any, uh, any people that have been out and see if they know where, uh, if they saw Bruno leave in the last uh, day or so. That sounds to me like you're doing what Balin is doing. Is yeah. that right? Are you guys going yeah, to Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Balin, yeah. Come along, Drogo. Perhaps you could be the hobbit that controls this <laughs> dwarf in <ambitions. laughs> All right. Uh, so let's see. Let's have a few rolls here. Let's have uh, Rory. Why don't you give me um, an awareness or hunting roll uh, to see if you can determine kind of what happened with the scorch marks you're looking at um, for Esmeralda and Paladin. I think mm -hmm. uh, if you're going to go snooping around the buildings without being seen, I'll need a stealth roll from both of you. Um, Ooh, I'm good at that. Hey, Will Loremaster. Yeah. Yes. Why don't we tell the audience how we roll for something in the One Ring? Because they need to know, and yeah. Amanda hasn't forgotten. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sounds great. 
All right. Uh, so in the one ring, there are two kinds of dice. There is a 12-sided dice called the feet dice, and there are six-sided dice called success dice. Uh, with the 12-sided dice, and I don't have the like custom ones with me right now, so I'll explain how they work with the normal dice. So the 1 through 10 is just a 1 through 10 on the 12-sided dice. The 11 is a 0 or an Eye of Sauron. And the 12 is an automatic success, also has a Gandalf rune on it on the custom dice. They're really cool dice, actually. Um, and then the success dice have six, six numbers on them. Um, and there is a special rune on the six. If you get some of those when you're rolling something, then that's good. And you want to tell your lore master so that we can uh, deal with that. All right, um, and usually what you're gonna roll is you will always roll a feat dice. No matter if you have any pips in a skill or not, uh, skills, you're gonna have pips anywhere from zero to six uh, in them, and that is the number of success dice or six-sided dice that you're gonna roll to go with your roll for something. So if your stealth has three pips, You'll roll a d12 and 3d6, and then you tally it all up. Just add up that total, and you're trying to beat whatever the target number is under your wits, which should be right on your character sheet. So it's very you-facing. I don't tell you what the target is. The target's right there on your sheet. Awesome. Thanks for that very good explanation. Yeah. I'm sure the audience appreciated it. I'm sure they did. <laughs> Quite clear. <laughs> Oh wow, that was a good roll. I got a I got a a, a Gandalf rune on one of my success dice, the, or the no the t the tang the tangwar the, the tangwar yeah, on one of my mm -hmm. success dice. So that's great. That is a good thing. So that is I met my target number by a lot. So I beat okay. it significantly. Okay, good. And what about you, Paladin? How did you do on Same. still? Same? Okay. Same, yep. Good. No problem. You are not going to be seen. You're hobbits. You're good at this. You know how to not be seen. You've been sneaking around stealing vegetables out of people's farms your entire life. It's like second nature. Uh, so you sneak around and you look in some barns and you look in some different buildings and you don't see anything that necessarily looks like it would be fireworks. Um, however... I'll come back to you in a second. Uh, let's do, let's do uh, Rory. So, how did you do on your awareness roll? I, I got a great Gandalf rune on on my D twelve. So, Oof, all right, it was good. very nice, very nice. Uh, you can tell uh, a few things about these scorch marks. One, they're very recent, uh, for sure. Like they were probably from yesterday, which lines up with what you you know saw. Um, probably you think the one nearer the house is bigger and that might have been the one that you actually could see. Maybe they had lit off a larger firework from there that had gotten up into the sky far enough for you to see it all the way from Hobbiton. Um, okay. But yeah, that's, that's what you can tell for sure. Um, back to Paladin and Esmeralda. Uh, I'll have you both. Well, I'm going to pick... Have you pick one of you? You decide. One of you make uh, an awareness or an insight roll, which, whichever of you is best and good at it. You can do it offline in chat or whatever works for you. Um, Drogo and Belly, you find yourselves some hobbits farming in the fields at the neighboring farm. 
uh, and they are more or less willing to talk to you. I think a, either a courtesy role or um, probably courtesy would be really good here. All right. I, I, I'm quite good at courtesy. Uh, I got a Gandalf room, actually, on my favored courtesy roll. Nice. Did you get any uh, special I, Tanguars on your success test? I, I did. I have one Tanguar. Ooh, excellent. All right. Um, well, uh, several of these hobbits who were, you know, out kind of raking the farmland or hoeing or whatever it is they're doing they stop and look at you and and they they appear impressed by you drogo and to have a dwarf in your company is definitely catching catching their attention as well uh, it's my fine what, my fine cloak and and what, and my what can cloak. we what can we do for you uh young master uh, well, we are looking for uh, a, a, a Bruno who may have left the Shire uh, re or headed north here recently. Uh, we meant to catch up with him, and I think we may have passed in in, in our travels uh, from the north. And we're just wondering if you could let us know if you did see him moving moving north, or or perhaps if he's still in town. Oh, uh, Bruno, that's. Uh, uh... Primrose's son, right? She doesn't talk about him much, but he is her son. I'm sure of it. Uh, well, I believe we uh, saw him. Uh, do we see him? Uh, and they kind of look at each other and confer for a minute. And and they have seen him recently, but they couldn't really say whether or not he was carrying any sort of bundle or anything like that. Um but he did have a but he did have a little wagon. Okay. Uh, oh, oh yes, he he was headed north. He was headed north. They they didn't see anything that they could necessarily look uh, to and say that's fireworks. But anyway, it's yeah. All right. Uh, between Esmeralda and Paladin, let's come back to you really quick. What was who's who's the chosen one? Who's rolling? Uh, that'll be me. Okay. And how did you do? Did you roll it already? Uh, nope. I will roll it right now. Sweet. Um, oh, wow. Uh, I also got a Tanguir again. Ooh. Okay. Um, this so is not how I usually roll. <laughs> well, hey, it's good it's to roll use good. up all uh, our good it, rolls Use it right while now. you can, yeah. <laughs> You'll die later. It's fine. Nothing to worry about. Yeah. Um, okay, so did you end up rolling insight or awareness? I rolled insight. Insight, perfect. Okay, um, so as you're looking around, you can actually see in the corner of the barn a spot where probably this, if there were fireworks here at one point, this is where they would have been, right? There are some scuff marks, like some things have been dragged along, and maybe you see the, you know, in the dust maybe the wheel marks the wagon where it had been backed in. And you're pretty sure that whatever was there, fireworks or no, it was loaded into the wagon at that point. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Something heavy was moved out of here. Uh, I'm assuming recently. 
based on the fact that the dust hasn't settled back into the tracks yet. Oh. The fireworks may actually be gone. Well, now we know. So uh, I Let's will see. move to rejoin. Yep. Wherever Drogo and Balin went. Okay. Well, I'll go to join them as well. Okay. They're not far. They're just the next next farm down. And so you all gather up together pretty quickly. Share your information with each other, I assume. Yes. Okay. Drogo is quite good at getting information out of other hobbits. We got a full description. He's a three-foot frame with hair upon his toes. A hobbit both in name. Let's see which way he goes. (laughs) Drogo, that was beautiful. I see Bilbo was teaching you his way with words. I need to put some music to these lyrics I think I might have to do at some point. (laughs) Quite wise. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's excellent. All right, so we think then that if he was headed north, that's back towards Whitfurrows, um, where you began your journey earlier today. Where we just were. Yeah, <laughs> yep. True enough. All right. Back we go. <sighs> okay. It's an easy walk. It won't take you too long. Um, but by the time you get there, after all of the discovery and com- communications and walking back and forth, it is late afternoon and it looks like most of the trading day in Wintfrose is done. And so the people who were selling things are starting to kind of pack up uh, for the day and finish things out. Um, but to your luck, uh, there is uh, a group of hobbits. And, and it doesn't take you very long. You a- ask someone and someone's like, oh, Bruno, yeah, um, he's right over there. And uh, oh. you see him. He's, oh. uh, he's in the company of a dwarf mason um, who, you know, has a, has a beard not quite so distinguished as Balin's, but, um, <laughs> you know, a, a fairly decent beard, maybe a younger dwarf. Um, and they are drinking. Very seriously, it looks like. (laughs) Drinking with a purpose. (laughs) We should join them immediately. And Uh, their cups. (laughs) um, um, But it's just them just like hanging out. They don't have a cart with them. No. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Bruno is very, he's, he's probably nearing 50 uh, and he looks very mean for a hobbit. He's like, he almost looks like a dwarf, but he's not clearly no beard, obviously, but yeah. Okay. Hmm. Hello, fellow dwarf. Hello. And from whence do you hail? Oh, from the Iron Hills. The Iron Hills, you say? You must be quite the mason, then. Well, I do my best. You're Balin. 
<laughs> yes, indeed I am. Well, one of the most famousest of dwarves in this area. For that, I'll let you buy me a drink. <laughs> Have some of mine. And he'll get you drink. He'll get you all drinks. Yeah. Yay. Ooh. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. It's a little stronger than what you've been drinking recently. Oh. It's now you know my name. Much stronger and... than what I'm drinking. I don't know yours. Please do share it with me. <clears throat> I have a name. I bet you this is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it's Traybor. Traybor, oh. a good strong name. Now, Traybor, introduce me to your friend. To your friend. Oh, this is this is Bruno. He's an all right hobbit. Bruno, I've heard you have a penchant for fireworks. <laughs> the well, cards on the table, right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's quite presumptuous of you. I, I. Uh, I think the fireworks are okay. My mother doesn't really like them much. But you seem to be a hobbit that understands the value in fireworks made by Gandalf the Grey. Mm. You know, I really don't think I know what you're talking about. I lean in with a steely dwarven eyes. I look deep into this hobbit's soul. Is that so? Oh, I think that's going to be an awe roll there, Bowen. <laughs> All right, let's see how good I am at awe. Target number 13. Not too bad, not too shabby. Two pips. All right, we have a total of 14, which is a success. No right. special dice. No specials? Okay. All right, you don't have to be so pushy about it. I'll tell you. Uh, hmm. Well, so there's this hobbit. He's been working for for my da. Uh, his name is Otho Sackville Baggins. Uh, he was headed up to Hardbottle, and so I sent the fireworks with him. Uh, mother said they had to go back to Hardbottle, so so they're they're going there and. You know, he may have said something about stopping off in Scary for a pint on the way, but, you know, he's he's headed there. Okay. Hmm. I just heard that we can get another pint elsewhere. What say you, Hobbits? Sounds like a grand adventure. Uh, I like the quite... length of your pipe, Drogo. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a journey to uh, scary from here. Like it's it's a good it's a good long walk during a day. Is it actually already... on the way to Harbottle, or did he go somewhere completely out of the way? <laughs> it's not completely out of the way, but it is a little bit yeah. out of the way. <laughs> oh, okay, not yeah. completely out of the way. Just. Kind of, sort of, out of the way. Small detour. Small detour. The good news is, if you leave here, we can stop talking about Bruno. 
That sounds excellent. Let's do that. <laughs> Goodbye, Draybor, and I'm sorry I could not remember your name, but you are a fine hobbit for telling the truth. Treat your mother well. It's Bruno. Ugh, this is hardly worth mentioning. <laughs> Onward. So yeah, if you're if you're gonna try and catch him, you would have to to set off this evening. But it's gonna be a long it's gonna be a long night. <laughs> I think we have to go. Let's push. I think the we night. have to. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as long not- as we can get enough food right now for the trip. <laughs> Absolutely. You can definitely find some food. That's important, Stock up right? Some provisions. Yeah, I mean, we're still in the Shire. It's still, it's still important. No. Yeah, of <laughs> for course. Everyone. Of course. Uh, okay. So, yeah, you can. You definitely can find food here. I mean, most of the provisioners have packed up, but there are still some around, and you can gather food. You might be able to you know, get them to pack up a few things for you from the, from the local inn as well. So that's not a problem. Um, so if you set off north out of Whitfurrows, uh, then you'll cross the Great East Road, which is what you had traveled to get here originally, right? And head uh, toward the North Farthing. You're still in the East Farthing, though. Um, but... Pressing on through the dark, um, what you'll find is that it, you know, it's summer, but for a second you think it's pretty. <laughs> it's beautiful. For a second you think that maybe you know this is a is a moonless night or a no moon night, but what you've what you notice is that actually cloud cover has come. And and covered the stars and oh. the uh, moon and and as the moon starts to rise, you see the glow and you can see the clouds above you and everything, and then it begins to rain. And so here uh, you are, four hobbits uh, and a dwarf traveling at night through the Shire in the rain. That's uh, not fun. And in or- this is not a comfortable task under any circumstances, but. Let's see how you all hold up against this. I need everyone to make a travel roll. Mm. Oh, I'm bad There's... at that. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, I'm apparently very like skilled at it, but not that well trained at it. <laughs> I'm not very good at this at all. Did you yeah, just, did you just get us dead, Rory? What did you do? Oh, ba boom! Little G rune got some successes. Got a failure. I also got a Gandalf rune. What wow. the heck is up with our rolls tonight? <laughs> wow! So it's freely. How? How? <laughs> How is this happening? I have three pips in this and a favored, like, roll D12 twice, and everyone's just, like, crushing it, and I'm like, I guess I'm okay. <laughs> it, uh, I, I, mine was favored as well, so I did get two okay. chances, so. 
Okay. Um, so you're out for a bit, but um, you managed to actually find um, a an abandoned building um, near the road that you all kind of huddle into. And you're huddled into this abandoned building and, you know, doing pretty well. Um, and then Esmeralda, unfortunately, um, there is a small part of the roof that collapses above you, drenching you completely in oh. water. Uh, uh. It had looked like it had been kind of bowing and retaining some water. And then, oh no, that's the worst. Oh, popped no. and dropped water on you in the middle of your stay. Uh. And so you'll actually gain two fatigue points if you want to oh, just no. mark that on your sheet. Okay. Yeah. That'll come into play later, potentially, but that acts against your uh, total endurance. Yes. Or it actually adds to your, um, oh, what is it? Um, it adds to your load, basically. It's like a, an additional value on your load. Okay. Um, I have a quick question about that. That's how I'm going to play it anyway. Sure. Um, have, oh, I, now I lost my train of thought. Oh no. Um, did we recover from last time since we had a couple of yes. days at Bag End? Yeah, absolutely. All of our, yeah, everybody's... And, and, and everything is back yeah. to. <laughs> and your endurance, okay. everything's good. Yep. Your, okay. Your, I just want Your hope doesn't reset. That's the only thing that won't reset. Okay. <clears throat> so you still just have whatever hope make... you had that clear okay thank you mm -hmm. all right um if you wait for an hour or so the rain will actually pass uh and you can get back on the road uh to scary uh however that did set you back a bit and when you get there it's about an hour after dawn, so the sun comes up over the hills. And Scary is an interesting place. As you come into it with, you know, the, the new light of day, um, it isn't exactly a welcoming village by Hobbit, by Hobbit standards uh, under any circumstance. Uh, it's on the south side of the hills of Scary, which are behind it. Um, and the Hobbits here are very, like, they're miners, most of them, by trade. So there, a lot of them are very, you know, Young? almost kind of dwarf like. No, 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 with with an e, they dig things oh. out of the earth. Yeah, understand, Nichols. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Uh, but they're bustling back and forth between the hills and the town. Some of them bringing loads of of ore or stone that they're pulling out of the out of the um, hills there and some of them going to do some refining and all sorts of work uh, happening in scary um there are hobbits abound right so you can you can talk to somebody ask them questions whatever you'd like do any of them have rocks mm-hmm yeah, like there's a hobbit uh, rolling a wheelbarrow full of rocks right by you. I'd like to swipe my finger across one and... Mm, mm. <laughs> you are mining. So I would like to like make a guess of what they're mining here based off of the flavor of the dirt. 
<laughs> I want to impress these hobbits. I don't even know what to tell you to roll for that. <laughs> I love it. But you, I don't love have, you, don't, so much. you don't have dirt tasting? <laughs> no. dirt tasting on There's this. no dirt tasting skill in this game. Would it be like uh, awareness or something? In, I was, okay, how about this? Or like, insight. Insight yeah, or maybe lore? lore. Yeah. One of those. All right. Two. I'll roll some lore, I suppose. Uh huh. <laughs> I rolled an 11. Aww. <laughs> oh, no. Use a point of hope. I you could swear. use a point of hope. You know it's what? worth it. <laughs> I will use a point of hope. My other dice were so good. Okay, um, I rolled another eleven. It's not meant to be. Everyone oh, else is can it have only, the good rolls. Was it only one? Did you only have one die? Oh no, no, I meant I rolled an eleven on this dice. Oh, on the yeah, d twelve. Yeah. So it would have been an eye around then. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. It's so what's bad. your total? Been what's your what's your total points? Uh, let's see here. It was a total of uh twenty-one. Twenty-one. Oh, that's fine then. Oh, it's fine oh. then. Yeah, the oh. I have Sauron doesn't do anything. It's just a zero. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. In that case, if it's just a zero, my bad. I'm Israel. I got oh, an eleven. I got an, it's a ten. Ten. I got ten. a ten. Oh. So what's your target for wits? Three. Thirteen. I need three mm -hmm. more. Oh, you need so, so yeah, I can you roll... could get it with a point of hope. Roll Let's one more d six. Yeah, I rolled a one. Got, so a... no. No. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, you, you're. This was um, a roller coaster. Rock. It tastes like rock and dirt. Definitely rock uh, and dirt. I'm gonna make a random yeah. guess. I taste it in my mmm. A little copper. I think I taste. Uh hmm. Pretty silty that. <laughs> Sure, the hobbit says. <laughs> I'm ballin'. <laughs> Doug, you should have me on these streams. <laughs> this is great. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, uh, copper, wonderful. Um, <laughs> what are we even here for again? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm looking for a hobbit. His name uh, is Ortho, Ortho Sackville. Yeah. Ortho, yeah. Ortho, Rock'em, Sock'em, Baggins. <laughs> I'll just uh, jump in and be like... Uh, Perhaps, maybe, uh, you could let us know uh, where where Otho might be. We're we're trying to find uh, a, a friend of the uh, of the families. Uh, Otho, uh, I don't know any. Does I know anybody named Otho? Uh, but uh, no one ever does. <laughs> If 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 you were looking for someone, uh, is he working in the mines? What's uh... can you point us to where we could get a pint? That's where we should find him. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
A pint? Sure, 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 sure. What is your name? (laughs) Stop doing this to him. He doesn't know. They're random. It's Graybar this time. (laughs) It's Freebird. (laughs) His name is Freebird. (laughs) Another name. Huh. Well, Freebird, tell us where we can find a light. <laughs> are we gonna get are we gonna get taken down? Can we say that word? I don't know. All right. Um Okay. Uh, yes, there's a there's a tavern just down the street if you if you please. Thank you. Oh, good good Thank luck you. with your copper mining. Yeah. They don't mine right. copper here, Balin. This isn't the copper mine. It's not what it is. Well, you should definitely look for copper. That's in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Off to the <gasps> tavern, pub, yes. whatever. The place with the drinks. Another drink. Uh, Um, it's a small place. Maybe Uh, some some soup. I'm cold. It was a long night. It was a long night. Yeah. Uh, it's a small place, not big, mainly boarding. Um, but they do have they do offer um, you know, a uh, a Middle Earth breakfast. Yeah. So you know. Not, I guess that's continental. I'm not sure. It's something. Anyway, uh, they offer something so you can get some food. Um, and it's like it's like these hobbits don't eat as many meals as you do. You're like, what is it's, happening? It's like it's like you're in the twilight zone. If you knew what that was, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, well, if um, they're not eating that much, then we can probably all get extra, just so everyone knows to really load their pockets. <laughs> Um, yeah, the building is, it's fairly small, single story. Uh, the common room is there. It's got three tables, so you can find a table that you can sit at. Um, and there, uh, you find another hobbit there, um, who is busy scribbling away at a large tome. Hmm. <clears throat> Can I tell you all a story? Are we getting a story? Of course. Of course. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, when I was a wee dwarf lad, that same neighbor who had the bad chicken. All right. Yes, of course. Well, he was raising young chickens after I'd eaten his previous chicken. And I was like, well, how will you know which one is going to be your best layer? And he says, you wait and you see when they get older, right? And so they all grow up and one of them is particularly bigger than the rest because all the rest of them were out there scratching and using up all of their energy instead of storing it up to lay the best eggs. 
So perhaps the hobbit, the one who has the eggs we are looking for, will be the hobbit that hasn't been scratching in the dirt. Perhaps rounder than the rest, not quite as lean? Uh, Rory, I see your hand. You may speak. I, I, th <laughs> I thought we were looking for fireworks. This is, the, this is the person... I'm trying to find the hobbit that has the fireworks. Yeah, but you were talking about eggs. Oh, Rory. Now I'm hungry. How many times were you dropped as a young one? Just three. It's a, it's a, it's a metaphor, Rory. It's not like we're not actually talking about eggs. Mm. We're like an analogy, I guess you could say, a parable, maybe. Ah. Um, not literal. Well, Should the chickens we... were real. Uh, <laughs> right. So yes. we were talking about eggs. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. I want to go back to talking about Bruno. This is... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so which one... Uh, are you referring to that hobbit over there, Balin? The the one with the big book? Does the one with the big book have dirt all over him? No. Do the other hobbits have dirt all over them? I mean, some of them, their clothes are a little dirty. I mean, if they've been working, you know how they've but got, they're still like, hobbits. Like, you know how, like, when you work with your hands, your nails are always yeah. have just like a little bit of dirt in them. As they a tool, a, little, they, I know a lot of, of them look things. a little harder than some hobbits. Sure, hmm. that one is our egg layer right over there. Hmm. Wait, so hobbits okay. can lay eggs now? Oh my no, god! Don't don't worry about it, Rory. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so... Now that uh, would be a second breakfast. Uh, excuse me. The, the hobbit turns to, to look at you. Did 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 you have some business here? Uh, uh. We're looking for eggs. We're not. We're not. We're not looking for eggs. It, it is, is in fact, because we have eggs. Oh, we've actually come to to try to arrange a. Uh, uh, we, we followed a lot of breadcrumbs to get here, and and we've heard reports that there might be um, a small little shipment of fireworks coming through here, which we would love to get for a party uh, that we'll be throwing uh, later on. Uh, you wouldn't know anything about that, would you? Stop talking about eggs. <laughs> Not just um, any fireworks, mind you. They're Gandalf's special party favors. <laughs> dangerous, I, terribly dangerous fireworks that we would be happy to take off your hands for you. <laughs> it sounds like you might be looking for Otho. Is that right? Yes. Let me introduce myself. I'm Philbert. Philbert? Yes. But you look at the egg-laying variety. I Please don't mind our, an our egg I'm aware of. strange foreign dwarf friend. Uh, mm, he my says apologies. unusual things sometimes. It's just 
a translation issue. Um, please continue, Philbert. Nice to meet you, by the way. Translation. Well, um, so what we're going to do here, I mean, you guys can do whatever you want to try and convince him. Sounds like he might know something about Otho, right? Um, whatever role, whatever approach, whatever role, anything you think might work. I mean, it seems like he's fairly open to talking to you, but what would you like to do and who would like to do it? Uh, I would like, like to persist with talk of egg laying, then I think that's probably a riddle <laughs> role. <laughs> right. Uh, I I would like to talk up his uh his fine penmanship in his in his bookkeeping and see if uh Ooh. see if uh his business acumen may uh to help us close this deal and 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 find these these fireworks. So I will uh I'll try the little courtesy. Yeah. I have. It is a success. Uh, no, uh, no Tengwar runes, unfortunately. But I rolled okay. a eighteen with my target number of a twelve. So. Well, you know, I'll I'll tell you. Uh, and what was your name? So, uh, Drogo. Um, Drogo. Ah. I'm going to be a, a mover and shaker in 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 uh, Buckland at some point. So I, I I like to make connections. And 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 you look you like someone I say. could I could talk to. Well, you're really quite uh, quite a fine young hobbit, aren't you? Uh, as I mentioned, my name is Philbert, and uh, I had uh, the the um, was it a pleasure? Oh, Might have been. Wasn't bad. Well, I had the opportunity to uh, have drinks with Otho last night myself, uh, and as we were enjoying some the fine ale of this region. Uh, we had a, a good long business conversation. Uh, he, well, it turns out that uh, there is a, a tunnel in the quarry uh, here that, um, well, it, it could be very fruitful. Um, but but the problem is that no one has been able to really get very deep into the tunnel. The rock is just too hard. Even the dwarves that we've brought here haven't been able to get through this rock. Yeah. It's really quite something. Otho and I talked about that a lot. Um, if someone else would like to try and approach or would you like to try and egg him on further? Could possibly attempt a, like a crafting check to know if they are planning on using these uh, fireworks to aid them in their mining? Uh, yeah, yeah, you sure could. Oh, it's so good. Okay, we've got 11, 15, 18 total out of a target number of 13. Um, yeah, it's possible. Uh, and if you bring that up to Filbert, he will tell you that he doesn't really know much about such things as explosions or fireworks or how you would do anything like such with the mine. But 
But I will tell you that there are tales, terrible tales of a lost miner who haunts uh, that one specific tunnel. Um, just terrible stories. Uh, many a hobbit barely cling to their sanity after an encounter with, with the, uh, the lost miner. Um, and, and, and that passage is mostly abandoned. Oh. Hmm. Listen, listen for the ghostly voices, he says. Yeah. Um, is there something else someone would like to attempt with Philbert? Can I, can I try to uh, like read what... Uh, wait, Drogo, you didn't read what, what he was writing, right? No, I just was commenting on... on... It's wonderful penmanship and, and legibility. Yeah, can I re actually read what, what he was writing down? Like, kind of sneak and kind of, like, see what he's what he's writing down in that book? I mean, you can see it from here. You don't have to be too sneaky okay. about it. It's definitely a ledger of some sort, right? Oh, it's got it's lots of numbers and things in it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. He still hasn't told you exactly where Philip or where um, Otho is. No. Yeah. No, he has not. Perhaps we should just ask him. Miranda, you have been the best at talking to people so far. Would you like to ask this hobbit what we would like to know? Oh, right, I forgot. You get nervous. Okay. My okay. poor dear. No, I can, I can, no, 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 I can ask him. I can ask him. It's fine. I um, believe in you. Thank you. It, Philbert, do you know uh, where Otho is? Uh, what would you like to roll to convince him to tell you? Yes, sure. What do I have? Ooh, I do have Persuade. I'm going to try to do that. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. And the little dot... <clears throat> Next to it means what again? Oh, that's favored. So you roll two d12s and pick the higher of the two, or the better of the two, I guess, is the appropriate way to say that. That's good, because the first one I rolled was very bad. <laughs> that's better than terrible, but not enough. Okay. Uh, I'm so close. I'm only, like, one away. Uh, would you like to spend a point of hope? I would love to. I'm so close. All right. I got the one I needed. <laughs> hey. All right. Yay. Uh, well, he got he got quite drunk last night, you know, Otho did. Um, and oh. he, uh, last I remember, um, you know, he was just, well, he was really, really, uh, he started referring to, um, well, that passageway in the uh, mines that I mentioned as a treasure mine. And he just blathered on about how everyone in the Shire was going to be treating him with the proper respect. And, and uh, he just kept patting this large sack that he had with him. Yeah. Uh, that's really all I know. Oh. oh, well, there is one more thing, I suppose. He, uh, he also uh, stumbled off... Uh, out of here a couple hours before dawn. Um, 
he he had you know that big sack and a uh, lantern and you know some rope and and few other things with him so hmm. yeah mm-hmm. okay well thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us Philbert. my pleasure yes. uh, i do hope that your business here is successful and good luck with your egg laying still not planning to lay any eggs sorry what? Sorry. What's that? All right, let's go. Let's go. Oh <laughs> uh, dear. Okay. Well, once once we're outside, uh, well, if if Alpha was leaving with with rope and a lantern, do you think he would be going down into the mine? Ballin, Seems reasonable to me. What he's trying to do. I think we should check out that shaft. The one that calls to people. I don't want to go to a talking shaft. That sounds terrifying. But we are adventurers, says Merelda. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. Adventure. Um. Yes. Okay. You must fight against that nature to just hide in your little hole and let life happen to you. You must take life by the throat mm-hmm. and throttle it mm-hmm. until it gives you gold. Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now. Yeah? Let's go throttle that shaft until it gives us gold. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, I've been trying to get. I've been trying to get to. I've been trying to like work in a big sack. You are uh, not sorry. At some point. (laughs) So glad for a beard. You can't tell how red I am. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. I know. She's not sorry. <laughs> Welcome to VCG after dark, folks. <laughs> it's after 10 p.m. We're fine now. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, sounds like uh, you. Yep. Uh, yep. Sounds like you're headed to the mine then. Yes. No, the shaft. That's in the, we're going to oh, do the Oh, you're just going to do it. All right. You're headed <laughs> to the shaft. Perfect. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Um, so you you do. Um, you can head up toward the, the hills of Scary where the mine shafts are. Um, and, you know, as I mentioned before, Lots of bustling, lots of workers going in and out of the mines and back and forth. And as you get, you know, into the the foothills of the hills, just pretty close, it doesn't take you too long because it's fairly close to town. But, you know, you're walking, you know, maybe a half a mile or something. Um, But some hobbits, uh, a couple of them, you know, they have badges on their, their, or like patches on their shoulder. Uh, They approach you and, and they ask you in no uncertain terms, 
what is it exactly that you're doing here uh, at the mines? Because you don't work here. That's true. We don't work here. Astute. Mm. Yes. Mm. Uh, I'm going to bend down and swipe my finger across the ground and then lick it. <laughs> We're in here to potentially see about opening our own mine, and we wanted to know how yours works. Why, why would you need to taste the. <laughs> well, how is, first of how all, is the you've just licked the dirt? dirt, sir. <laughs> <sighs> And second, <laughs> why would dying. we aid you in competition to our mind? Oh no, we're 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 from we're fur, further south. It, w it wouldn't be here. So you know how you big dwarves to this land to help you with your mining problems. I am a dwarf that is in need of hobbit help. Back where I'm from. I'm afraid you'll have to leave now. <laughs> no, please. Uh, let me be honest with you. <clears throat> I've heard that you have had problems. You've had dwarves brought in before. Now there is a hobbit that is putting himself in quite a bit of danger using explosives that he is unfamiliar with. And, well... What are explosives? is quite drunk. Things that go boom. And we have been sent. Did you what? see somebody with a large sack? We haven't seen anyone like that. And I'm afraid we'll have to ask you to leave the property. Could we possibly speak to you after hours? Once you stop working, of course. To pick your brain. I suppose anything is possible. All right. So when 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 does the mind close down? We haven't seen this evening? person that you've talked about. Oh, you, you know, we usually close around dark. <clears throat> Fantastic. We will meet you at the pub after dark. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. uh -huh. mm. Your rocks are a little salty, by the way, just to let you know. They don't salty? Taste, they That's don't taste said. like metal. They're not oh. finding any copper, Balin. No, that's oh. the silt, Drogo. Silt no. is soft and <laughs> salty. Uh, yeah, and you do you get the sense that like they take security at the mine pretty seriously, and they're not going to let anybody just anybody wander in there unless you're working a worker, um, you know, liability just, reasons and all that kind of stuff. Can't just wander <laughs> yeah. in. Come on. Yeah. There, there's no mining offices anywhere that like we could like, yeah, go I and mean, like I'll put on you... some some uniforms and yeah. <laughs> You know, I'll say you could find, you know, the, 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 fake mustaches. 
No, no, no uniforms. I mean, fake mustaches, of course. We're a big fan <laughs> of fake facial fa hair around here, of course. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it it seems like it seems like they're very serious about this. And you know how hobbits can be. You're hobbits, most of you. <laughs> Sometimes the rules are more important than the thing they're meant to protect. Loremaster. Yeah. Do they seem to be looking at people's faces as they watch it, walk in, or just the badges on their arms? Like, if we got a uniform, do we think they would even, like, study us? Or they would just, like, see, like, just a sea of badges and we would just waltz right in? I'll say there's not so many people here that they wouldn't recognize. And and honestly, like, I'll give you this. I think after you think about it for a little while, you realize that he sort of gave you maybe what you need to know already. They close the mine after dark. Mm. Mm, of course. Yeah. You know what that means, young hobbits? Yes. No. Drinking time is now. Okay. And it ends at sundown. <laughs> we don't all have dwarfish constitutions, so maybe we should get something to eat. Get get food. ready for this evening. Food is good. Food. We yes. can still drink some. I mean, just, some. Just a little. Don't uh, don't <laughs> don't try to keep up with Balin. Paladin, you know how you get. Wow. You know you can't. Come on, Paladin. No, no guarantees. Paladin, my hobbit. Do I need to remind you what happened at the Midsummer Festival last year? Yes, I don't remember. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Couldn't have been that bad. That was excellent. It was very bad. <clears throat> well, this should be different. I... Yes, Esmeralda, this should be quite different indeed. So we're killing time until sundown and, and, and trying not to get too inebriated. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Um, for the sake of time, I'm going to montage that and say, you do. There Yay. are drinks, there is food, it's good. Uh, no one gets too inebriated. <laughs> <laughs> always drink and, responsibly uh, yes always drink yes. responsibly um, and you wait for the sun to set and after it sets the workers are you know all head, headed into town and it doesn't appear that they really leave anybody out to the mines like you don't see any torches out there or anything mm. and so um if you follow Ooh. the rutted track towards the mines, uh, you'll be able to get closer and closer um, 
to the dark that lies at the foot of the hills of Scary. I speaking um, of torches, I would like to find like a torch or two to take. You can find up. some lanterns. Yeah. Okay. All problem. right. <laughs> yeah, there are lanterns around, like left behind. Because let's face it, it's going to be dark in the rocks. <laughs> yeah. There are lanterns left behind, and you can find okay. whatever you need. No problem. Right. Um, <clears throat> so the the night air here is going to make you shiver because it's kind of chilly as you get close to the to the hills. Um, the you know the cool air from under the mountain coming out and meeting the cool cool air of night um, without any sun to warm it. Uh, and you. You you know have to be careful because there are plenty of rocks and things around and but but as long as you're cautious you know you won't stumble on any of them and and your eyes will start to adjust as you get close and you can see the outline now of the hilltops and the stars above them um, and on the side of the hill you can make out the many tunnels like sort of gaping bleak mouths that are leading into seemingly impenetrable darkness. It's a Scary prospect, some might Ooh, say, yeah. to go underground yeah. at this hour of night. But you must discover what happened to Otho Sackville Baggins before it's too late. That's true. Yeah. So, um, when you set foot into the mines and light your uh, lanterns, I would like everyone to make a valor roll. Ooh. Yeah. So same as any skill roll, you always roll a feat dice and then whatever your valor score is in success dice. And you're doing this, I'll tell you now, to avoid losing a point of hope. Oh my. Oh. Wait. Where is that? Yeah, it's under it. rewards. Your valor score. Oh, so, I'm sorry. We're rolling just the D12 plus D6 for plus, each point plus of value. Plus D6 for every point of valor. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay. And you're rolling to the target of your whatever valor is. Uh, heart. Heart. Mm -hmm. I have a success. Yes, I okay. also success, succeed. I just success, just made it. Failure. I success. Rory have success. A failure from Drogo. Okay, so Rory and Drogo, you'll both lose one point of hope. Okay. Right. Yeah, this is a scary undertaking. Uh, especially for young hobbits that, you know, have seen a few things. You saw a <laughs> troll not too long ago. Um, mm -hmm. But it's, you know, it's the fear of the unknown, I think, that's getting to you here. Mm. Um, so, you're searching for the perhaps foolish Otho Sackville Baggins. And in order to do so, you got to explore some of the branching tunnels of this treasure mine, as he calls it. Uh, and so what we need to do is determine who among you is going to be the guide. And that person will be making explore roles. So who among you is best uh, to be the leader of exploration in the mines? Uh, it's probably not me. I have, a, I, have a, I have a 14 target. I have two pips in it, but I don't have favor in it. I have favor, two pips, and a 13 target. 
Well, that sounds like you're, you're it. And I'm inspired Bella. in the dark. Ooh. Ooh. You are inspired Ooh. in the dark. Yeah. So but if that I'm means... inspired and I already have the extra, I'm um, favored. So favored so means you roll two uh, d12s mm -hmm. when you're making a roll and you pick the better of the two. And inspired mm -hmm. means if you use a point of hope, you get to add two uh, success dice instead of just one. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that is helpful. All right. Um, well, let's have you uh, go ahead and make a roll then. And success icons on or success icons on your skill dice are going to be important to this. Okay. Just so you know. Um, I failed. I got a nine. Would you like to spend a point of hope? I'm gonna have to. I'll roll two d two d six more. I rolled two ones. Uh, yeah. My um, dice rolls have been particularly bad this session. <laughs> we started out good. We started out good. It was too what hot. Happened? We, <laughs> we, yeah. we blew it all at the beginning. That's exactly Is it possible to help her with a, with the roll? Um, no. Not in this okay. case. Yeah. Um, That's so three you, ones. You wander around for a while. You're checking different branches and things, and you actually find yourself back at the entrance before long. No, uh, hobbits make their minds quite differently than dwarves. Ah, uh, well, try again. Yeah, back, back in, I guess. I think I understand what I had done wrong. Get, bear with me, please. All right, um, that is a 15, which is a success. I guess okay. I need to roll again just to see if I have it. Nope, okay, that's it. It's a success, nothing special. No T's? No T's. No Tenguars? Okay. Um, you, yeah, so you wander around in the mines for a while, and as you make your way in, you actually, f you come across a little, um, like a crate that stood up on end, <laughs> And there are there's a lantern that's not lit on it, and um, some like um, wrappers that probably contained food. And underneath them is actually a crude map um, that looks like it is of the mine of some sort. And Fantastic. so uh, that is going to help you in your in your search. Um, but I need you to make an explore roll again. Let me look at this map now. Um, I got a total of seven. I got another. I got two ones all over again. Mm. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, I can spend uh, a point of hope. You can yeah. if you want. But I don't know if that's going to get you. Well, if you got 12. 2d6. Yeah. You could potentially do it. Yeah. I don't know. Up to you. It's this would hope. be my third point of hope that I spent. Yeah. Okay. We have to find it, right? Yeah. Okay, here we yeah. go. Another one. Oh, my oh, word. How? I know. I'm going to throw so out these dice. I'm going to melt them down and forge them set. <laughs> 
Okay. That got me to 12, which is one shy. Mm. All right. So here's what happens. Um, you, you come to a spot and you think you can squeeze through here. And you do, right, to get into this next section of the mine. Uh, but then you think, man, maybe I shouldn't have drank all that all that uh, ale and eaten all that food before we came out here. Uh, and <laughs> squeezing through this tight part um, has led you to have, you know, scraped knees and torn knuckles, and you're going to lose one point of endurance. Uh, ooh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, um, and then you can go ahead and roll for me again. I have new dice. <laughs> <laughs> so much better okay we have 18 18 that's good how many uh sixes there's no sixes no sixes okay um a chill wind seems to sweep up the passage from nowhere that you can tell and it extinguishes <laughs> the lanterns of everyone in the party uh, so you're now in the middle of the dark, uh, in the mine and you're, you know, scrambling with your Flint and Tinder, uh, trying to relight the lanterns. Uh, in the meantime, I'll need everyone to make a valor roll, please. Oh Steady up there, hobbits. Ah. Ooh, success. With a, with a six. Oof, a lot of no's. With a six. Okay. So, Rory, Esmeralda, and Paladin, you all will lose one point of hope. No! I'm yeah. losing hope. Uh, another, another chance. Another roll. Explore. Let's see what another you've got. I'm, I'm so sorry, young ones. Uh, I will do better. You would think hey, that we there we go. It's a successful underground, six. but this is scary. Yeah, it's it's a warren of uh, tunnels and things. It's really quite confusing. So, so like you've got a success. <laughs> yeah, it's a success and a six. Great. All right, so you um, continue on, and you're pretty sure you're on the right track. Uh, you actually find a a spot where like in an alcove off to one side there's a broken pickaxe a torn piece of cloth and a smear of blood on the wall that hints that perhaps some poor hobbit miner met a terrible end here yeah is it is it fresh blood uh it is not fresh blood okay no. all right, all right. I am going to take my finger and lick it and uh, and like scrape it across the wall and then no. lick it Go. and be like, something bad happened here. You know, funny enough, Rory, it tastes like copper. <laughs> and I think they're mining for copper here. <laughs> I hate to agree with you, Rory. Makes me All feel right. like I'm wrong. Let's have let's have one more explore <laughs> roll. Let's see how you do. Okay, come on. 
was so bad. I got a 10. Which is, is misses it by three. So I oh. guess I'm spending another oh. period. Of hope. I guess so. I guess that's another what's point happening. Of hope. Wow. All right, that is a success with a six. Ooh. Okay. How much hope do you have left? So that was my fourth bit of hope that I just used there. And so it if it's the box next to hope, I have twelve. Yep. But total. Okay. So I've used four. So you have, so eight, you have eight hope yeah. left. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is that a lot? Let's, yeah, it's not. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Thanks. So here's the here's the good news. Uh, up ahead, <laughs> you see a flickering flame that is casting jagged shadows across the end of the passage ahead of you, uh, over a tumble a pile of tumbled rocks. Uh, you actually hear a mad cry echoing against the rocks and into the darkness. And as you kind of peek up and go look around the corner, you see a lantern that's set on a stone casting the long shadows over a terrible sight. Uh, there is a terrified hobbit standing in front of a massive pile of fireworks that are piled up to the blocked end of the tunnel, and he is feebly brandishing a shovel in one hand and a lantern in the other hand, uh, and he is brandishing those things at what appears to be an orc. Uh, a gray, what? Excuse, excuse me, what? A gray and kind of gnarled looking orc. Uh, and he says, It's my treasure, ye monster, mine, and I'll blow it to rubble before I let you have it. Uh, oh no. Uh, yeah. Uh, so on your arrival, uh, he turns and screeches at you with renewed fright. Ah! 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 And he uh, like looks like he's still thinking about uh, tossing this um, lantern into the fireworks. Uh, meanwhile, the orc turns and looks at you and it is going to attack you. Uh, and so it... Um, it pulls a knife out from behind its back. It's got a spear in one hand. It pulls a knife out from behind its back, and it throws it. It's opening volleys. So this is... We're going to do combat, folks. So oh. here's how this works. All right. So everybody gets to do an opening volley if you have a ranged weapon of some sort as you move to clash with the person or the uh, critter that you are fighting with. So uh, what that means is if you have a ranged weapon, be it a dagger or a bow, you can fire it now. You do that by rolling the skill for that thing. I did take a bow last adventure, so I will quickly whip that off of my shoulder and Does take a shot. Else have a ranged weapon? A um, dagger or a bow? No. I have a dagger, but I don't know if I want to throw it this early. Is it your only weapon? The dagger? Yeah. I, I do have a sword, too. You have a sword, too? It's up to you. Right. You could throw it. I'm going to throw it. Okay. So you can go ahead and throw it. And I'm going to throw for uh, the orc. I'm going to say he is going to throw it at the dwarf because he hates dwarfs. So uh, remind me your parry, Fallon. Oh, I've got a 
parry of 15. And because of my shield, it gives me a plus two. And I've got Durin's way to parry two, parry underground. My bad. That's what I was talking about. So your total parry is... 17. Okay. Oh, dear. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, So let's start with, with players. So we start with players. Uh, Drogo, you were firing your bow. Uh, your target is your, you know, your might TN mm-hmm. plus the orcs uh, parry bonus, which is two. So, yeah. Okay. So my TN is a fifteen, so I needed to roll a seventeen. Then uh, yep. my two D sixes were a one and a four, but I rolled a Gandalf rune. So. Okay, so you absolutely do hit. Uh, hit him on a wing. Yeah, you will do damage to him equal to the damage from your bow, which is? Uh, three is the, the damage rating, I believe. Okay, perfect. And, yep, so no piercing attack or anything like We'll get into no, that. No, no, su- no special successes, so okay. Great. Regular and old shot. Paladin, you were firing off your dagger, throwing your dagger. How'd you do? Right. Um, I rolled exactly my target number um, with okay. a six on a D6, but that's obviously not going to be enough. No, it looks like you won't hit unless you use a point of hope. I'm doing it. Yeah. Uh, it puts me at 18. 18. All right. So, and your target was what? 15? Yep. 15. 15. Perfect. So, you do hit, and you do have one um, uh, Tengwar, which is good. So, that means you can do one of a couple of things. Um, Let's see. It was not a bow, spear, or sword. So, no piercing blow, unfortunately. But you can make it a heavy blow, uh, which would allow you to... Um, hit your opponent with great force and precision. Basically, you can spend that success item to inflict on your adversary the additional loss of endurance equal to your strength rating. So your strength rating would be added to the damage that the dagger does. And the dagger, if I'm not mistaken, does two. Is that right? Correct. Okay. So you could add your strength. The other option you could do is fend off. And what that would allow you to do uh, is increase your parry modifier um until basically the next round and this round actually hasn't even started yet because the the um opening volleys happen before the the round of combat so it would give you a plus two to your parry through the next round i think i'm gonna go with the endurance damage yeah okay what is your um your strength rating uh looks like three Oh, awesome. Okay, so you're going to do a total of five endurance damage to this orc, which is quite a lot. So the way it works is it's not it's not a wound that they can't necessarily shrug off, but it definitely um, is, you know, you're wearing him down. Um, it's asymmetric in this game. So for players, your endurance uh, represents 
how weary you are. And when you get down to below your weary, weariness number, then you are considered weary and you're worse at doing things. Um, and, but, but it won't kill you, right? If you get to zero endurance, you'll be unconscious. Uh, but if a foe gets to zero endurance, they're basically done, right? Um, and then with wounds, you can actually wound someone if you can do a piercing blow. If you wound a an opponent creature, um, uh, you know, shadow creature of of you know Sauron or whatever, then they're they're done. For a player, if they get wounded, then they can be um, they can be brought back basically right and and it is doesn't even necessarily make you unconscious or anything if you still have endurance you could still be up fighting with the wound but if you get a second wound then you would be unconscious so just quick recap on that um so you do five endurance damage to the orc, which doesn't take him down to zero but it's definitely you know you can tell that it's it's wearying to him and it's it's you know damaging him so um then he gets to go. Uh, I already rolled that, actually. Um, and he was throwing a long dagger uh, from his back at Balin, oh, no. Um Which... I gotta go back and look at his stats real quick. Um, he actually got two Tengwars. Ah! Sorry, no. Um, so, uh, does my coat do, of silver mail do anything to prevent damage? It, not to your endurance, but it does to wounds. So we're going to get to that because he's going to do a okay. piercing blow to you and we'll see how that works. So <gasps> you'll take three damage to your, um, to your, to your endurance. Um, and then he is going to do a piercing wound, which you oh, get no. to roll, uh, make a protection test against. So okay. a protection test is not too complicated. Um, basically you just want to roll your feet dice plus the number of success dice equal to the protection value of your armor. So I think you have four plus four D plus two, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken. That so you just roll all of those dice um, and let me know what you get. Okay, so my d12, my 46 plus 2. Yep. Okay. 20 with 1, 6. Okay, and your target is the number of the um, of the uh, gosh the injury rating of the weapon. So his injury rating for that weapon is only 13. So you're good. No problem. Okay. Um, so you don't take a wound, uh, which is good. All right. So then we're going to move into close quarters rounds. So after opening volley, it's oh, close oh, quarters wait. rounds. I realized I yes. actually have a bow. Oh, I you... found it in my notes. I didn't oh, realize okay. it. Well, was fire there. your, fire your bow then. Okay. I will do that. I need to find where my where my number is. There's bows. Okay. All right. So I got a total of eleven. 
And that's under... What was where? Where am I looking for the target number for that again? Oh, it's your it's your might target number or your strength target number. Oh, ha 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 ha! No, I don't make it. Okay, you could spend a point of hope if you like. No, that's okay. I odds are bad there. <laughs> Pretty high target number. Okay, uh, so we'll go to we'll go to close quarters rounds then. Uh, so for close quarters rounds, first off, everyone needs to choose a stance. Uh, until we have at least two people that choose the um, the close combat stance, we can't have anybody in the ranged combat stance. So we need at least two people to choose the close combat stance. There's one. I mean, I guess I, I have a dagger, so I'm going to, yeah. Okay, there's two. There's three. So sword, dagger, axe, I assume. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then the other two of you can be uh, in the ranged combat stance, if you would like. Okay. So Sounds what that good. means is, so next we go to engagement, and this is where we pair up people against each other. So the, um, the orc is going to stay attacking. Well, I'll give it a, I'm going to give you guys, some, I'll give you a chance, Balin. Maybe you don't. Oh, yeah. Actually, the orc is still going to attack Balin. So, Perfect. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Balin would want that. He'll yeah. shout at it, You look like you sleep on a pillow of caltrops. Come here! Maybe I can fix that ugly mug. <laughs> <laughs> and the other two of you will be able to attack him as well. There's room for you to attack him. And then from the back... Like, the orc couldn't attack you if he wanted to because he doesn't have any more ranged weapons because you're in ranged uh, combat stance. So uh, now we go on to attack resolution, and this works just like it did when we did the opening volleys. So everybody rolls their weapon at TN, and we do players first. Um, and I'm going to have you do it by turn uh, because, yeah... We'll see what happens here after. Well, go ahead and all of you can roll, and then we'll see who wants to go. We'll just do round robin. We'll start with um, Rory, I think, if that's okay. So, I don't, I don't think I have my target number for my weapon. It's I your, it's your strength, TN. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to spend a hope point because I'm off by one. Okay. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, I did get a success on that, and I got a, uh, a six. Okay, great news. Okay, so you are going to do your endurance, uh, or sorry, the damage of your weapon against his endurance for sure. And then with that extra T, and it's just a dagger, is that right? Right. Okay, so you can either do a heavy blow or you can fend off, meaning you'll get that bonus to your parry if he should decide to attack you. Uh, I'm just going to do a heavy blow, I think. Okay. What is your strength rating? Uh, my strength rating is... Does it say four? No. Is it? Is it? it might yeah, be. Yeah, it's, it's four. Yeah, four. Four. Holy cow. Yeah. Okay. So, Rory, with a mighty blow... Of your dagger, yeah. Uh, you get in there, and you have 
seriously disturbed this orc. Uh, he, ah, and as you, you know, strike him with your dagger, he flips out and he turns and he hightails it out of here. <laughs> He's gone. He's like, gone, gone. And yes. also uh, looks at the, fi- the five of you and says, oh, that's, that's amazing. I'm, well, well, thank you very much. Yeah. I didn't even get to kill it. <laughs> can we? Can you put the the lantern on the other hand away from the fireworks now? Are we? Are we good? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, of course. Uh, I, I um, well, uh, I mean, well, we do want to blow a hole here, but probably not with all of the fireworks. Uh, no, no, no. Well, you know, they're not really made for blowing holes in stone. Now, you listen, I, I fully intend to stake my claim on this uh, part of the mine, so uh, I'm happy to do it you know, safely and, and, and have guidance from others, but if you all would, uh, would sign uh, and serve as witnesses um, that... Uh, this part of the mine belongs to me, um, then that would, then we could do this very safely. Oh, so if you, if you give us the fireworks, then we can sign that this is your claim, right? Well, if you do it all right and proper and in red ink, as it should be, then yes, I, yes. I think that uh, I could give you half of the fireworks. Yes. Uh, well, um, you see, we, we really we really would like to get all of the fireworks back. They're really not going to do anything as far as blowing holes in stone. That's not what they're for. Oh, they're, no, they're... They, they will. They will. They'll make um, big, beautiful lights and colors. They're not for for mining. That's a waste. They're so lovely. <laughs> Balin, will you uh, make that a craft <laughs> for us? Oh yeah, yeah. With a six. Okay. Um, seeing this part of the mine, you're able to really get a sense of whether or not what this hobbit is talking about might work. And you think that it it really could work, and he definitely doesn't need all the fireworks to do it. He maybe needs like a quarter of them. Do we... Oh, okay. Now listen here, young hobbit. Do you see this crack in the wall here? I could show you how to use a mere quarter of these fireworks and blow this wide open. And you can take that on my name, Balin, son of Fundin. Give Balin? us three quarters of these fireworks full mistook. And I'll help you blow this wall to Sunders. He'll agree to it. He'll do it. Um, and... I'll, I'll say, you know, you guys go back to the town and he, you know, gets some paperwork drawn up and you all sign that, you know, you witnessed that that part of the mine is his and he's going to take his small p- 
piece of fireworks and you get to take all the rest of them, which is most of them, back to Bag End uh, where Bilbo very happily accepts them and puts them under lock and key where they will never <laughs> be found by someone that they're not supposed to be found by again. Excellent. Very good, good job, everybody. Yeah. Excellent. Hey, Doug. Yeah. That <laughs> Whew, thanks. Appreciate yeah. that assist, Will. Um, and nobody, of course, listening on the audio podcast is going to. They uh, did the thing get, get with the, 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 thing. the imaginary we did ball. The yeah. Imaginary first, first BCG threw it ball. The direction and you know. Yeah. Well, you're faking it. Faking people out. Yeah. It's a fake. Yeah, that's right. Because StreamYard flips the thing, and then you're like, wait, yeah. which way is it? We yeah. did basketball yeah. things with the we air. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. Thank you, Will, for GMing this session. Yes, yet again, that is our third of five sessions, and uh, we're slowly, uh, we only have two, two more sessions to go. If you enjoyed this session, please hit that like button down below, and always hit that uh, subscribe button if you're coming across our content for the first time. We greatly appreciate it. We have all sorts of, like I said, we feature all sorts of RPGs here on the show. We've got plenty more coming your way uh, in the weeks and months to come. I want to thank everyone. I want to thank M for 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 donning the fake beard and and <laughs> trying to uh, not swallow a whole bunch of Just beard hair in the process. Generally being amazing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for having me again. It's always so much fun to come and hang out with the cool kids. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, these these other four people. Is that what are, we are? That's that's what they are. Um. Where can folks, uh, let's just go around. Where, where can folks find more of you, uh, Em? Uh, well, you can find all the links to all the stuff we do if you go to our website, which is www.level1geek.com. We blog about TTRPG stuff, how to get into it, how to get your friends into these games. Um, and we also stream a lot of tabletop content, indie games, D&D, uh, &D, Pathfinder. We do... We do a lot. You can find all that there. Very good. Austin, thank you so much for, for uh, being a part of this session again. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Anytime. Um, we'll just we'll, we'll see you in, in New York at some point. Hopefully. Maybe this year. Yep. Yeah, hopefully. All right. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, where can folks find you, Ben? Uh, so uh, you can find me here on the One Ring Actual Plays. I am also part of the Chaotic Good Cast Monday nights uh, here on Victory Condition Gaming as well. And if you want to see uh, digital gaming from me, you can follow me over on Twitch at uh, Higgins802 at Twitch TV. Excellent. Amanda, where, 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 where do you want folks to come see more of your content? You can find me all over the place. You can check out my webcomic, Age of Night at ageofnight.com. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Age of Night and Instagram and TikTok at Amanda Call Art. Excellent. Excellent. Will, where do you want folks to find you? Yeah. Uh, you can find me. You can find me uh, from the website for my company where I make a game called Arium, which is a really neat world-building and role-playing game. Uh, the website is 
adepticarus.com. You can also find it on Drive-Thru RPG, uh, where it's available both in PDF and print-on-demand. Um, and on my website, you can also find links to socials and all that type of cool stuff. And yeah, and you can find me here occasionally and, you know, around. I'm, I'm, I always turn up where I'm least expected. <laughs> Excellent. And I, I'll remind folks that if you'd like to uh, check out everything else that we do here at BCG, check out our links down below in the description as well. Uh, we've got all sorts of Instagram, TikTok, um, website con uh, content. So thanks so much, everyone, for joining us. Remember, winning shouldn't be the only victory condition when you get to the table. We'll see you next time. Bye now.